Hello, this is Robert Picardo of Star Trek Voyager and Stargate Atlantis, and you're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, serving the latest news in sci-fi multimedia. And now, your hosts, Scott, Miles, and Anna. Your table is ready. Live long and prosper. This is the captain. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Well, welcome again back to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast, and we uh, had a chance at Shorely. When I say we, I'm really talking about Miles and M here. Had a chance to sit down with two different doctors at Shorely 36, and uh, this was the great Terrell Rothery. Right. And uh, M, tell us about Terrell. She was just a delight. Absolutely. It's like she was made of peeps and kittens. She was just <laughs> the sweetest, kindest person and lovely to talk to. She she would have, had she the time, she would have sat with us for hours. She was absolutely lovely. Um, I had, I'm I'm blanking. It's been a while since the interview, but I, I just remember enjoying every minute of it. It was lovely. Yeah. Watching, being a fan of the Stargate series and enjoying her work on there, that was really good. I mean, she gave a great answer when I asked her about. I just said, um, I just said what I just. My response was when they when they killed your character off, it was just a shot in the gut. I mean, and I, I I will let her give her response. Her response was fantastic. If you're a Stargate fan, you will definitely appreciate her response in this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> was the shot in the gut a a, a, a pun? intended well because wasn't she shot she was shot yes so. but uh the way but 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 she she went all stargate on us which was which was which, which was great and uh like, like am said lovely woman uh there for the fans um and um we had we, we had some funny moments getting some pictures with her um, <laughs> you know M had to chastise this uh this guy getting a picture with her because just he didn't seem like he he, he appreciated he was a, next to this this lovely woman and and I remember what you said you said um you oh, know God. <laughs> the quotable M go ahead I I I I said something like the, I said I said something further I said something to the fact that you're next to this beautiful woman and she said, and, and M said yeah you're not getting a proctal exam I mean uh, <laughs> and, and, a prostate exam prostate yeah. exam yeah right. and 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 and, and, yourself. And, and, and Terrell thought it was funny she she just <laughs> you know. She, she liked you. You you had her laughing a bunch of times. Um, but and if, if any of our any of our listeners are watching uh, Cedar Cedar Cove, uh, we 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 got a chance to ask her some questions about the, that that show she's in. That that's a new show. Mm-hmm. That's it's a, it's a hit show on the Hallmark Channel. Any questions about Caprica in the interview? You know what? We didn't have a lot of time. I I did mention that she she was she ends up being the basically the the um, the mother of uh, you know Commander. Um, of of, uh, of Admiral Dama. I mean, um, so right. so that that was kind of cool. But no, we we didn't. I mean, her. I remember her in Caprica. It wasn't. She didn't. She her role wasn't that big. So we we stuck to Stargate and we stuck right. to uh, 
you know, Cedar Cove and, and maybe any other projects she has. You know, as you mentioned, I mean, I remember watching Stargate with Don Bender, one of the original hosts of the Sci-Fi Diner, and and we were just appalled mm-hmm. when she was knocked off the show. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I'm really glad that we had a chance to chat with her and just to mm-hmm. get a little bit more insight into that, in, in into her thoughts, and I can't wait to hear her response because I haven't listened to the interview yet. So, I, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, again, uh, any any other thoughts, Em, on on this interview with Tara? It was adorable and really fun. Yeah, well, good. That's all I got. I mean, it really just, the interview speaks for itself. Awesome, awesome. Well, I guess then let's not, let's not wait. I want to hear it. So here's our interview with Tara Rothery from Stargate and Cedar Cove, and, and we hope you enjoy. You know, using seduction wasn't in any of the AF training manuals I've ever read. What, you think the Pentagon anticipated a 4,000-year-old alien walking onto a base and drugging all the men to make them... Libidinous? Yeah. I suppose they do train us to take advantage of the enemy's weakness. Exactly. (sighs) All right, let's do it. Airman, open up. We've got something for you. What? Why don't you come in here and see for yourself? No can do. We only take orders from Hathor. Gentlemen, there are five women in here, very alone. I know I feel like I'm in a women behind bars movie. What are you suggesting, ladies? Whatever you want, Airman. Ladies and gentlemen, we're at Shirley 36, and we're hanging out with the lovely Miss Terrell Rothery, who can be currently seen on the on the popular Hallmark uh, Cedar Grove TV show starring uh, Andy McDowell. However, sci-fi fans will know her best from the many shows she's guest starred in, such as Arrow, Caprica, and uh, also uh, uh, BSG, Smallville, and Eureka. And we found out in Caprica that she is the mother of William Adama. And Stargate fans know her even better for playing the beloved Dr. Frazier in 75 episodes of Stargate SG-1. Ms. Rothery, welcome, and thank you for taking time to talk with us in the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. Thank you. My pleasure. In doing some research for this interview, I saw you started out as a dancer and doing musical theater. Is musical theater still in your blood? I think once it's in your blood, it never leaves. So, yeah, it is certainly there. We just don't get the opportunity to do as much. Um, But... I keep saying, we need to do Cedar Cove the musical. Let's do a musical version. We wanted to get a musical version of Stargate, too. So one of these days, one of these shows will actually do it. I think it would be a riot. Yeah. And we know you're currently in Cedar Grove starring Anna McDowell. Please tell us about the world of Cedar Grove and who you play in the show. Miles, I have to correct you. It is Cedar Cove. Cove. Apologies accepted. Um, I play Grace Sherman, and it is amazing, an amazing show, um, I, which I'm ex- incredibly grateful for, to uh, Hallmark. We're Hallmark Channel. And it's based on the stories, the books by Debbie Maycomber. And uh, it's set in the town of Cedar Cove. I play the town librarian, who's she's quite quirky. 
and fun and adventurous and her very best friend that they grew up together is Andy McDowell who plays Olivia Lockhart and she is the judge in the town and it's just all the various stories of the people in the town and our lives and our children's lives and uh, it's it's a good clean fun family show that I'm so proud of and uh, we're currently airing season two right now we've just started they aired episode three last night and uh, we're keeping our fingers crossed that we'll come back for a third season I don't doubt it will. It looks like it's, you know, the ratings are great for it right now. Now, fans of the show should also know there's a contest uh, in a trip to win a trip to Cedar Cove. Well, I just found that out with um, Ket, our, the organizer of Shoreleaf uh, Convention that we are currently at together. And she was saying apparently there's a contest where you write something in and you get a walk-on part or you get to go to the set or something. You tell me. I didn't even know about that. Win a trip to the set. I wasn't sure if everything you, you get with it, but but it sounds like a you know a cool prize to, to go there. I mean, it's, it's pretty. You know what? This well, yeah. If you've seen it, the scenery is absolutely breathtakingly beautiful, and they would have so much fun because the cast crew. It's like one big family. It's just yeah. It is. It's a wonderful present. I don't know what they have to do to to win, but mm. good luck. It's worth entering. If we could shift gears to Stargate uh, SG-1 for a bit, can you tell us uh, from the beginning how you got the, the role of Dr. Frazier? I had actually um, auditioned for the role of Sam Carter originally, which is so funny. Um, at the time it was Brad Wright and Jonathan Glasner, and I'd worked with them on, um, oh my gosh, what is it? I can't believe I can, I'm have, drawing a blank on this sci-fi show. Not Twilight, it was the other one. Outer Limits! Oh my goodness gracious, Outer Limits. They had, you know, um, Jonathan directed the episode, Brad wrote it, and that's how, you know, we met up. And, and so I got the offer to come in and, and read for this part. And I did it, and I, you know, loved, obviously, the character of Sam. And I was shortlisted, but was told they, you know, went another direction. I mean, they got the best absolute actor to play the role. Miss Amanda Tapping, who did and continues to do such an amazing job, she is Sam Carter. And uh, so, of course, I was sad. I would, would wanted to be on it. I was down in Los Angeles doing the thing that most actors do, studying and, and auditioning. And I got a call saying, hey, we've got this part for you. I had auditioned for a movie down in L.A., booked the job, flew back to Vancouver where they were shooting it. And it was while I was here, they said, hey, my agent said, you got an offer to do a spot on Stargate. I said, oh, you're kidding. That's fabulous. What's the part? It's a part of a doctor. Um, it, it may recur. They're not sure. But it's a, a one-off. It's a guest star. I said, fabulous. Did the one-off. And seven seasons later, Janet was a part of the family. And it was just a, a gift. An the absolute longest one-off ever. Yeah, I'm, it is the longest one-off. Yeah, it was a, a gift, absolute gift. Do you have a particular favorite episode, either that, that you know was a good Dr. Fraser episode or just one that just does? Um, you, you know, it's funny, Miles. I get asked that so many times, and it's so hard. I mean, over seven seasons, you have so many favorites that you can't really pinpoint it down to one. Um, I always start with her initial episode which was Broke a Divide because I thought it was fabulous. I think Rick did an amazing job in that and of course it's the first time we see her so that will always be dear to my heart. Um, I loved Hathor because it was fun to put on fatigues and you know be a tough gal and save the guys and save the base. Um, I loved Ergo working with the late great Dom DeLuise and having it directed by his son will be a, a moment in t I mean it's just a memory I will always treasure. Um, 
I loved Lifeboat working with, it was mostly a Michael Shanks and Terrell Rothery show in that episode. And uh, it was just fabulous. He just did a great job. Loved it. So yeah, there's so many ripple effects. There's just so, so, so many that uh, it's hard to just narrow it down to the one. Um, just talk a little bit unfortunate how Dr. Frazier met her demise. Um, just as a fan that's shown a human being, I personally like Dr. Frazier. She was a good soul, a wonderful person. I'd be happy if she was my doctor. So when, when, when she got killed in that episode, it was like a punch in the gut. Um, was that was the writer's decision, or was that your decision to you know move on and do other things? Or maybe been a punch in your gut. It was a staff blast to my chest that did me in jeepers. It was awful. Um, no, it was not my my decision. Are you kidding me? When you love something so much, and I just loved playing her. I loved that character. Um, yeah, it was pretty sad. I did not want to do it ever. Of course, it was something that the uh, the powers that be decided they wanted to do. They thought it was going to be the last season because <laughs> it went on and on and I'm dead um, no sarcophagus for Terrell and um, yeah so I was sad it was, certainly was not my decision but I was grateful that they brought me back in, in season 9 yeah which was great we know you're, you're currently uh, in, scene, in, in, in Cedar Cove uh, but what other projects in the future can we look for, forward to seeing you in later? Uh, well, Cedar Cove right now sort of takes the dominance. Um, we're on hiatus, as I say, and we're hoping to come back. Um, but as soon as I come leave here, Baltimore, I arrive home on Monday. Tuesday, I go in for a fitting, and then I start doing a guest spot on a new television show called Rush. I started reading about that. Really? There's something. Uh, there was something that came across. You know, other people have said that to me. Um, little hints that have been hitting the internet yeah. and, the, and the Twitters about it. The script. I mean, I, obviously, I'm, I'm not at liberty to go into any details oh, or anything. But I can tell you that the writing is wonderful, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to be a part of it uh, for this episode. Yeah. My pleasure. Really quick, I know that we, we have our own charities that we'd like to plug and promote, and we did, and we wanted to see if there was something that you're working with right now that we can promote on our website. Or you know, what I don't, I have never had, I'd love to do that eventually, is have what, you know, Amanda and a lot of the actors have, one particular thing that they work on. I don't have one specific, but in Vancouver, British Columbia, where I live, my big things are the Union Gospel Mission, and it's to feed the hungry, and it's clothing and and food to make sure the homeless they have that's a big one for me and has been for years uh, so that's one that I give to regularly and also there's another uh, charity called the Covenant House which has become very near and dear to me it's for wayward children um, girls when they hit the street and having a young daughter you know but the, for the grace of God I hope I can make sure that my daughter lives a, a great life and never ends up on the street so I want to give back to those who have lost their daughters or their sons and uh, do whatever we can to get them back into their families and uh, the third is animals anything to do with the animals I'm an absolute sap so those are the those are my biggies yeah wonderful thank you again so much for your time oh my gosh you guys you're so welcome we're all kidding thank you thank you so much for visiting the sci-fi diner we hope you enjoyed the food, the service, and the conversations. If you'd like to share your thoughts regarding what we've talked about, or tell us what you're watching or reading, flip open your communicators and contact us at 1-888-508-4343, or click the SpeakPipe link at 
scifidinerpodcast.com. Or send an MP3 or typed email to scifidinerpodcast at gmail.com. You can also join the conversation on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash scifidiner. We'll share your thoughts on our listener feedback show. If you'd like to support the diner beyond the conversation, you can always throw some coins in the tip jar at scifidinerpodcast.com.